Discovering Chinese dramas in 2018 opened up a whole new world of Asian dramas to me, and I've been hooked ever since. Four years later, Tea and Soju was born, so that I can extend my love of Chinese dramas and Asian dramas in general to others out there and find a community. So, sit back and let's chat Asian dramas. Hello and welcome back to the Tea and Soju Sea Drama Podcast. I'm your host, Liliana, and this is a special episode for a first impressions review on the currently airing Only for Love. Now, I I have never really done a special for anything, but I've been so excited about this drama. And you guys know I've been sharing stuff on it like crazy and talking about it throughout my episodes here and there, and I feel like I just had to. I have thoughts. I have. So this premiered today, the 3rd of November 2023, and it released six episodes. It is airing on various platforms, and that is you know, um, it's airing on iQIYI and it's also airing on Viki and there is six episodes on both platforms. Now, this is a Mango TV um, drama, but I would never recommend Mango TV. Their subs tend to be horrendous. They don't really cater that much for international fans. So what they tend to do is they tend to kind of like sell the distribution rights to other platforms um, to do internationally. And that's what's happened for, you know only for love now i i am so excited about this drama i'm a huge bailu fan she's probably one of my favorite actresses out there and this is the first um like modern day drama that i've seen out of wang kadi in the sense that I started his other one, The Rational Life, and I haven't quite finished it. I'm not sure if I will this year. And the reason for that being, I think I only watched a couple of episodes. And yes, I was enjoying it. But my problem is I'm all businessed out at the moment in the sense that it seems like this year there's a lot of business dramas in Chinese drama land. And yeah, I don't think I can do another one right now. So what this type of episode I tend to release on Patreon this you know my first impressions these type of episodes is what you know goes on on Patreon but I was so excited and I wanted to share this one with everybody so I decided to post this one on the main tea and soju feed so I hope you guys enjoy it and without like lots of further ado let's get into it I'm not I'm gonna I don't know there is gonna be minor spoilers but guys this is a modern sea drama the plot is pretty straightforward it's not gonna be revolutionary I will tell you that straight away so any kind of like spoilers I don't think are gonna be major because again I've only watched six episodes and this is I believe a 36 episode drama so there's still a lot of story to go yeah 36 episodes so MGL reads as Zhang Shuyi is a hard-working reporter for one of China's leading financial newspapers. She's determined to land a front-page story, so she is pulling out all the stops to land an interview with one of the most talked-about young CEOs in the land, Xi Yan. For this part, the businessman is looking to make a series of investments in 
prom- in promising startup firms as a way of giving back to the community. A mix-up occurs between the two and their paths cross again, but as they inadv- inadvertently get to know one another, they start to realise their destinies may be intertwined. Shi Yan discovers that Zhang Shuyi's extensive reporting career min- means very few people know more about local startups. He agrees to let her write a series of stories about her company, cause about his company, causing them to meet again and again. But could this blossoming working relationship also lead them on the path to love? Now, again, this is adapted from a web novel and the web novel is called Accidental Love. I have heard quite a a good few things from the web novel and I have to mention a couple of other people that are in this so Bai Lu plays our journalist our female lead and her character is Zhang Shuyi and obviously our male lead is played by Wang Hudi also known as Dylan Wang and he plays the male lead CEO Shi Yan um, and this is another drama where we have Wei Ziming now I adore Wei Ziming I've seen him in a, quite a few things so I am quite excited um, about seeing him here again so my thing with this is there's a couple of couples in this so we have our main couple but there are other couples that are gonna become more distinct throughout the story And I'm actually quite excited about this because as of right now, it doesn't really seem like we're going to have any um, love triangles or anything like that. So that is a positive. I am fairly excited for that. Um, Things that I really, really enjoyed. uh, There's quite a few. But just before we get into that, so the director for this is a director that I actually have watched quite a few things from him. So he's done Mysterious Lotus Casebook, which is a pretty big drama this year. Um, He's also done Tiger and Crane, Immortal Samsara Part 1 and 2. He's also done One and Only, which stars Bailu. So this is the second time Bailu has worked with this director. So that tends to be positive. This is also the same director that directed Eternal Love. So... This director is a pretty established one. The thing is, he seems to do a lot more period and shiansha dramas than necessarily modern dramas. So I'm excited to see where this goes. But the screenwriter for this is a screenwriter that has done a drama called As Beautiful As You, which hasn't aired yet, but I am super, super excited for because it's the Tan Song Yoon and Shu Kai drama. So I am very, very excited. This seems to be slated for next year. It's a 10 cent drama. I'm very much looking forward to that one. But this, um, under this uh, screenwriter, she's also done <laughs> The Legends, which I really 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 enjoyed another shancha but this screenwriter i'm just realizing now as i'm talking to you guys about this that this is also the screenwriter that has done the white olive tree now the white olive tree is the upcoming chinese drama that stars liang ji which i really enjoy i've seen her in quite a few things but what makes you pause on this one is that the male lead for this one is chen zu yan which has her he has had a great great year you will know him from as the male lead from uh, Hidden Love. So that one I believe is still currently um, filming. I haven't seen a wrap-up ceremony for it yet but she's a screenwriter for that so I'm very excited because it seems like the screenwriter has done quite a varied couple of things. She has done Shiancha, she has done Modern and she has done Republican because the White Olive Tree I believe is Rep- Rep- Republican. Um, either way, 
I'm quite happy with that. It seems like it's a fairly experienced director for sure. Um, so yes, so that's all the uh, plot and synopsis and whatnot out of the way. I am really excited. I I have been so excited for this one to the point like I'm releasing a special episode because I just want to talk to you guys about it. And I'm hoping that by releasing this episode, we can sort of get the conversation going and others will just come and chat to me because I I, I have thoughts. So the first episode kind of opens up and like the MDL description reads, our female lead is kind of like she's a journalist and she is chasing after this CEO's, our male lead's one Kadi's character. He, She is chasing after an interview with him. And that's like the premise for this opening episode. And so the first episode, it opens up and actually she was... Um, she her, um, her it was her manuscript that was chosen but her company decided to send another reporter now our male lead one could the ceo he was like no i want her to do the um the uh, interview and I absolutely loved this. It isn't the fact that he thinks she's pretty or anything like that. He's not actually ever seen her before. What he's chasing after is the fact that he's actually read her work and he enjoys her style of writing and enjoys her insightfulness into it. Now, is the topic that they're talking about fascinating? No, it is a financial world. I mean, it is what it is. But I love the fact that, yes, she majored in journalism, but she also majored um, as like a financial of some sorts. And I love how capable she is. She goes a lot of the time toe to toe with him. And it's really great to hear like their conversations because she can kind of like read his mind in the sense of the way it works. And he finds that fascinating I adore that like he is already kind of falling for her and it's not like how beautiful she is because I mean it's by Lou she's ridiculously beautiful but it's not just that it's the fact that her mind works in a similar way to his in terms of like work and they are both very much go-getters they are building from the ground up so I really, really enjoy that. I really enjoy the male lead's kind of backstory because he does come from a family that's rich and he was meant to take over his father's company, but he decided against it. He actually decided to go and start his own company. And so he has built it kind of from the ground up and that's why he wants to help these startups to kind of like, he will bring in the capital. But to do that, he has to truly believe in the startup and not only the startup product but like the um you know the people that are behind the startup so that's kind of like his story and where he's going at but he's so he's never really been interviewed before and he for some reason decides to accept her um interview and people are kind of like a little bit gobsmacked and the reason why is again because he really enjoys her work and he believes that she can kind of like get um, an interview done that will, you know, show what his kind of personality is. Now, I just adore this because we start off at a point where both the male lead and both the female lead, they are in different paths in their career, but but by no means, they're kind of like, they're both intellectually on the same page, if that makes sense. Not one is like, you know, sometimes you get like one that's dumber than the other. That's not the case here. Now, yes, our CEO is a little bit more closed off, but actually once she starts talking to him, they kind of like start 
you know, their their conversation flows really nicely. And he likes that as well. So he catches feelings, like he starts catching catching feelings very quickly. And by very quickly, I mean, like, it's noticeable by episode, I think, four or five. By six, definitely, definitely noticeable. Um, but I, yeah, I just really enjoy, um, like, how they're building. Now, I will say, I will say, this is a little bit more business heavy than I was expecting it to be. Um, But as of right now, it hasn't bothered me too much. I know that for some people, this may not be it. Like, I think a lot more people might be expecting a straightforward, like, kind of like more rom-com. And I don't think that leans um, as much into the rom-com aspect as, you know, as I was thinking it would. Their chemistry is kind of already working for me. We're only six episodes in. It's fairly early, but the chemistry is kind of working for me. There is kind of like a lot of uh, slow motion scenes in the sense of like long stares here and there, which I don't necessarily think are needed at this point, but I can still like look away and I can still appreciate the prettiness of the scenes. Um, the camera angles, there's some really interesting camera angles being used in this by the director. There's like some long pans and whatnot. And it's actually working for me right now because like it's hard for you to do like an interesting um, sort of an innovative camera work in a modern day setting um, because you don't have, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like if you're doing a shantra or a wuxia or anything like that, or even just a plain historical, um, you know, Chinese drama, there tends to be fight scenes. And those fight scenes really, really allow, I think, directors to show really nice, beautiful, um, you know, camera work. And in modern days, you kind of don't have that, at least in this type of setting. But I'm still like enjoying the um, the um, camera work as so far. Uh, so I did note down just like some scenes that I just have to talk about. So if you don't like any spoilers at all, I would say, you know, come back a little bit later, go watch it and then finish this off because I will probably spoil some things. Um, like I said, I love that even before he meets her, he already really appreciates her writing and her work. And they are building this kind of like relationship on mutual respect for each other and like for how they work together. I really, really, really appreciate that because they kind of see potential in each other. So... I'm really excited to see where their like working relationship is going to go because I think he kind of trusts what she says and she does as well. Like she, yes, she gets very annoyed with him because he can come off as like a bit snobbish sometimes and a little bit annoying. And um, yeah, she definitely gets frustrated with him, but I kind of like, like, their bickering is kind of fun because it's not the typical bickering back and forth that is obvious. They kind of, like, do it in a smarter way. I don't know how to explain that any better. So, yeah, I really, really, really appreciate the fact that as of yet, and I couldn't find confirmation anywhere, so I tend to go on um, on um, Drama Wiki, and Drama Wiki tends to list whether it's dubbed or not. Um, I don't think it's dubbed. For Bailu, I'm pretty sure that's her real voice. Like, I think I've heard it enough 
to be able to tell that that's her voice. For Wang Hedi, I believe that's also his own voice. I don't think anybody has been dubbed in this drama, which is great. Like, it's really good for a modern day drama to not be dubbed at all. And um, I don't think they have. And to be honest, for it to be such a quick turnaround of a drama, because they did, they only wrapped up like uh like maybe was it may i believe may april may so it's a very quick turnaround so i really do think they aren't dubbed at all which is really exciting it's really great especially like for me as a bailu fan i know her voice pretty well so it's really hard to sometimes kind of like switch my brain away from like it's not her voice um so i'm really glad that you know neither of them are dubbed here now, I have to talk about it because, like, their first interaction was really, really funny. So he has to kind of, like, cancel their first interview. And she's, like, desperate to get this interview because it's going on the front page. And they kind of need to quickly so that they can turn it around. Um, So she kind of, like, goes after him into, like, this place where he's going for a party. And she finds out that he's going to this party. So she goes after him. But then he's like, look, I'm really sorry. I can't do the interview but she at this point has not met him and he's not often photographed or anything so she doesn't even know what he looks like so he kind of like oh you know she's like fine you know whatever so she's talking to his uh secretary you know pa whatever i think it's a pa personal assistant and she's like okay fine i'll leave that's fine i'll have somebody pick me up so her boyfriend at this point which spoiler alert is a bad bad person so he's cheating on her it's pretty obvious like it literally happens in the first 15 minutes of the first episode it's very obvious um so she's like waiting for him and it's raining and like the first car stops off and she's like no i don't need a lift that's fine second car and he's like oh such a beautiful lady where can i take it she's like i don't need a ride so third car pulls up and she's like about to give him a ride and she doesn't realize that this is the CEO, so one kiddie's character. So she's like, I said I'm fine. I don't need a ride. I'm waiting on my boyfriend. So he drives off and she doesn't realize it's him. And I'm like, this is hilarious because she's like, she that moment's going to come back to bite her. And it's really funny when it does. So yeah, she's like taking a stand and being like, look, I don't need, you know, I don't need your help. I have got somebody to come pick me up. He kind of drives off and then her boyfriend does come to pick her up. That is very resolved very, very quickly. She, it's in that instance, like she leaves her phone in his car and then like she kind of tracks her phone down and like goes after him and figures out that, you know, that's where he went straight after leaving her. He went to pick up his mistresses. So that that her boyfriend fades very very quickly but it does leave our male lead with the idea that she has a boyfriend so keeping that in mind a couple of things happen but that also i really enjoyed the fact that that doesn't get dragged out very long because it would have prevented like that relationship for them to start building so i really appreciated that that didn't last very long so um yeah so i really 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 love the fact that they've nailed like 
the tenacity that a journalist has to have. Um, and she's not like being, you know, those invading your privacy kind of journalists. Nothing like that at all. She's just like being tenacious about getting this interview done because he has promised her this interview, right? It has been arranged, but he's so busy that it keeps getting like pushed back. And she's like, I want my interview at this point. So I love her tenacity and whatnot. I already love her character. Like I'm head over heels for her character already. I feel like she's got spunk, but not in a bad way. I don't mean, you know, she's not like your happy-go-lucky character at all. She has moments of doubt, but she's like, I can do this. I know I'm competent enough to do this. And I love that about her. Like, she can have a moment of weakness where she's like, oh my god, what, what is happening? What is this? But then in the next second, she's like, I have confidence in myself and in my capabilities to do this. And it's like that tenacity to keep going and to keep trying. So I already really, really enjoy that in her character. Really do. So, I just have to mention two scenes, guys. I have a couple of scenes already that I'm squealing. Of course, we get a shower scene from Wang Hoodie in like episode three or something, and I'm like dying over here, squealing about it, completely squealing about it. But there is another scene in episode three where she is like chasing after this interview. And the only time he can get the interview done is on a commute for he's going out to do some horse riding. And there's like a two hour commute. And he says, fine, just get in the car. We'll do the interview like on the commute. So they go on this commute and they do the interview and she's like, she smells like there's something more that she can get out of the interview. So she kind of wriggles away into staying for horse riding. And it's hilarious because she doesn't know how to ride. And she kind of like gets on the horse and you're thinking, oh, maybe he's just going to, you know, pull her around and teach her. No, 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 no. He jumps up on the horse behind her and kind of like guides her around. And right before he literally whispers in her ear, relax and learn well and the face like the face he's pulling at this moment and I'm like this dude is flirting already and it's ridiculous like I'm I'm squealing so much watching this scene so that was a scene that I really really enjoyed and there was also another scene that um happened where he's kind of like she's kind of like redrafting this over and over and over again and he's just kind of like lingering above her and like she's going crazy because she's like this draft she's done it so many times and he's, he's still not quite happy with it and it's the fact that it's not that he's not happy with it it's the fact that he probably just wants to keep her around so yeah I'm already like digging their vibe and I can't wait for them to work closer together because that's obviously where the premise is going I'm I don't necessarily like it's not that I don't like I don't tend to go for business dramas and right now I'm like watching already um rising with the wind which is very business focused so I was hoping that this one would be less but actually I kind of like where they're focusing it because it's focusing like on startups and like believing in startups and what they can do so and it's the fact that they're going to work together on that so I'm excited to see where it goes I I'm already guys the amount of squealing I have done with Wankadi as a CEO is beyond belief at this point I am like I'm just squealing left right and center at this point because he has these damn glasses and he knows how to use them they're lethal they are lethal now 
like I said, some people may find the first episode or two a little bit boring because the pacing is slightly slower, but I feel like it starts peak, picking up pace and I'm really enjoying it. I, like I said, very, very much enjoying it. I can't wait to see where else we're going to go because, I mean, it's only six episodes and I think this is going to have a pretty fast release. I think like we're going to get episodes every day up until next Thursday, I believe. Leave. So that's exciting because I'm all down for episodes every day for this. And I think then it's only like a couple of days off, like um, Thursday, Friday, you don't get any episodes and it starts back up on Saturday, I believe, or something along those lines. So the airing schedule seems to be pretty good which makes me very, very excited. Um, so we shall see. Now, I have seen a lot of behind the scenes. I have seen a lot of, um, you know, clips and photos. And they are very promising. Like, there's a lot of hot scenes and, like, chemistry-driven scenes for our main couple coming. I'm just hoping they didn't get cut out. Because if they did, I'm going to be so mad, so mad. Because this does happen sometimes. Like we get really good behind the scenes in terms of like kissing scenes and whatnot, and then they don't make it into the final cut. And I get so frustrated, so frustrated. So I'm hoping it does. I am very, very excited still. I think this pairing could work really well. Again, some people may think it's a little bit boring for the first couple of episodes. The story does pick up a little bit. I really love the fact, again, that they are both very competent at their jobs. Um, intellectually, they are very much on par with each other. I love that. I really, really do appreciate that. So, like I said, chemistry is already working for me. We've had a couple of scenes where he's kind of like leaned all the way in because she kind of like teases him. And in episode six, actually, right before I wrap this up, episode six, there's a scene where she's like, she's done with the draft and she's like, straight look him in the eye. And she goes, can I pursue you? And he's like, take it aback for a second. And I'm like, this is great. And she kind of leans all the way into him. And I'm like, oh my God, this is great. Like, for the first time, it doesn't happen very often, but this is a female lead kind of like taking charge and taking thing. And I'm like, what is happening? I know she wants her interviews and whatnot, but this, this, I was not expecting it. This just kind of like, this scene kind of kind of came out of nowhere. So, and he was kind of like shocked and taken aback a little bit. And I was like, this is great. This is great. I love it. Because he kind of says, what if I say no? Are you going to give up? And she's like, no like no straight to the point she's like no I'm gonna keep doing it I'm like this is great so I already love their chemistry I think the pace does pick up a little bit but again it is going to be leaning into the um business side of it a little bit more than I was expecting it to from the trailers and whatnot I hadn't really read the synopsis I I, I said I read by Lou and Wan Kadir and I was like I mean I don't care so <laughs> I hadn't really read the synopsis before um and I've kind of just been seeing like trailers and things that have been released before so either way I'm still very much enjoying it um I will definitely be keeping watch this was like this is one of the ones that I will be actively keeping up with um, so yeah, I think that is everything for my first impressions. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this special. Let me know if this is something you'd like, um, you know, to hear more from. Like I said, this kind of thing, these first impressions and just, you know, more, uh, not structured episodes or anything like that. Just me kind of like more talking to you guys is something that I do more often on Patreon. So if you like that, 
go and check out. There is a free trial that you can sign up for on Patreon and it'll get you access to everything on there. There's quite a few first impressions and movie reviews and everything. So if you want, the link will be in the description. If you guys want to come and talk to me, my Instagram DMs are very much open. Come and squeal with me because I'm more than ready for that. But also there is a Discord server and there is quite a few of us who will be watching and squealing together over there. So all of those links are in the description box. You know, use them as you will. And I hope that's it. I hope you guys have a lovely weekend and a lovely week and I shall see you next time. Bye. Want to find an Asian drama community? Then join the Tea and Soju Discord server, where we chat everything from C dramas to K dramas to J dramas. To chat with me, check out any of the socials. Please help the podcast by rating, viewing, and subscribing wherever you listen to help others find this little corner. Lastly, consider joining Patreon to further support the podcast and receive extra content. All of the links are in the episode description. That's it. This has been another episode episode of the Tea and So Drew C Drama Podcast. I'm your host, Liliana, and I'll see you next week for more C Drama Chatter.